Welcome to the Creative Career Center podcast series. I'm Brian Young. In this episode, we'll be interviewing Amy Paraskeva, one of the winners of our Creative Ad Open Call. It's very nice to meet you, Amy, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you. It's nice to meet you as well. Great. Would you like to take a moment to tell us a little bit about yourselves in terms of you being a creator? I mean, every artist has been doing this since they were younger, so I don't want to say <laughs> I've been doing this for so long. But I definitely consider myself as a mixed media artist, sometimes with a concentration of photography, which is what I won the open call for. But I definitely don't want to take the title as a photographer since I do a little bit of everything. I love it. I took a look at your art and I absolutely love it. I think you've got some super great talent and we appreciate you submitting to the open call. Thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to just ask a couple of questions about you and your art The first being, how does your art reflect who you are or who you want to be? I think that me being a mixed media artist kind of reflects the fact that I don't like to stay in one style for too long. And then my color palettes being very bright, especially if I use like backgrounds with portraits or graphic design, I tend to use really bright colors. And that's kind of like a reflection of who I like to be, like who I am on the inside. I'm very bright. I'm very go-getter, I'm very adventurous, but when first meeting me, I'm not all these things right off the bat. You have to kind of dig deeper and find that person. I love it. So there's some layers to Amy, right? Yeah. (laughs) What's your absolute favorite thing to shoot or to photograph? People. I just think that I've always thought that people have such an amazing story to tell and sometimes not everyone has the words to tell them. I actually started off as an English major uh, prior to moving into the art realm more professionally. Like my concentration was memoirs so I could tell my own story but I also loved reading the stories of other people and that went hand in hand with documenting people's faces and moments that were critical or like in moments that were just kind of at peace and you you saw these things and details that you probably would have never seen before. Because we don't take too long to look at people. It takes like, what, 10 to 20 seconds to judge somebody. But like having to look at a portrait, you kind of have to sit there and look at them and digest what you're looking at. No, it definitely does. I'm sure people are are certainly interesting either on the surface and when you dig deep, like you said, and take a minute to really look past that initial judgment or the first impression. Yeah. And what is one of the greatest lessons that you've learned as an entrepreneur? Patience. I think patience is really key as an entrepreneur. Having faith in that moment of your patience to know that like wherever you're at, at your lowest, there is a highest moment for you coming. You just don't know when. That should give you drive to be better in everything that you do. I think patience and having the wherewithal to stick through the low points to get to the high points is absolutely essential in everything. Yeah. Referring back to your art for a moment, what is the importance of color in your art or how important is color in your art? Oh, very important. I think it kind of drives the mood to make people feel a certain way. So like if the brighter I use my colors, the happier it looks. And then if I decide to one day mute it all, You concentrate less on the color and more on the people, but there's a sense of of a serious tone when there's no color involved in my work. And I feel like it kind of takes out the life of it. 
I did start photography with film in black and white, and I absolutely loved it because there was a contrast and there was a focus on the subject like no other. So I could use no color, but I prefer to use the color because I feel like there's a sense of life that we're missing if we don't use it. That makes sense. So I just recently actually got my aura red. I was honestly very scared to have or to look at my aura and see like very dark colors, like as if something was wrong. But I actually left and they took the photo. And once it was developed, I had bright yellows, oranges, pinks and indigos. And uh, she said that actually means that I'm a very happy person. And I was like, oh, that's great, because these are the colors that I actually gear to. Color is like so important to me, so much so. Even my whole energy as I give it off are these colors as well. I know in general society today, everybody is kind of using the term entrepreneur. You know, we like to use the term entrepreneur. And I'm curious to understand your take about what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? I think more focusing on the art and the craft of your own abilities. I also find that a lot of people who are entrepreneurs are doing things that they don't necessarily like to do or they haven't been doing it for so long. They just see money in it. And this is, I mean, I could be wrong. It's just I'm finding a lot of people who were never photographers, never loved it. And all of a sudden, they're just like, well, this this should be easy. So, like, why not just pick up a camera? And I actually know a couple of people who who are like this. And I think that's where my view of uh, entrepreneurship kind of skewed a little bit. So I honestly really appreciated it that you guys changed the word to entrepreneur because I feel like there was more of a focus for art there. Like, it's not just something that you can do and make money off of. It's a craft that you absolutely love and you're absolutely passionate about. And it's not just about the money. It's because you love what you do. Absolutely. What do you want your art to say to the person, to the people who are viewing it? I don't know if I want it to say anything. I kind of want it to be, it sounds so like such an artist thing to say, but (laughs) (laughs) um, it's everything is up for interpretation. Like, what is your perspective? Like when I, if I take a picture of an 80 year old man and you see every line on his face, what does that story tell you? Do you just see, do you see the outer skeleton of this person or are you seeing years and years of hard work and hardship and wisdom do you see the sunspots on his face was he a man that worked outside like what is the story behind that and it's kind of funny and I'm making the connection right now so we get to experience this live people (laughs) I used to love I forgot what they were called oh picture prompts oh loved picture prompts when I was younger I would see drawings and I would love creating a story from them My photos are kind of like picture prompts for the people. Whatever you see, whatever you feel, it's kind of up for interpretation. And I hope you take it with love and positivity. I mean, even if it's a negative emotion, if it's sadness, if it reminded you of your grandfather or whatever it may be, I kind of just wanted to evoke emotion. I don't think it matters what it is that they see. I don't really have a story to impose on people, but I would love them to just feel what they feel. Going back to our campaign tagline of entrepreneurs start here, where do you suggest creatives begin their career? I think people assume that because you love something, you really can't do it. And I don't want to say millennials in per, in per se, 
it's kind of like the older generations. Having something that you love is not practical to them. But I beg to differ. I think that doing something that you love can be practical. Practical. You just have to be financially smart about it. So I think that starting off with the the mental perception that just because you love it doesn't mean that there is no hope for it. I think that every creator who wants to start as an art entrepreneur should have a mindset that they can do it. And I think that's the best place to start. Amazing. Where did you actually start your own creative career? So I was an English major for about three years. And then um, someone that I really cared about died from a brain tumor. And um, I unfortunately was there to watch them pull the plug. And I don't think that I was mentally prepared for that, but I I did it anyway because I loved this person and I wanted to see them off. Um, but like seeing that moment and she was so young, she was only like early 40s, not being able to see her son off or to the military or see her daughter grow up and graduate, like have understanding what death is and then not being able to do everything that you wanted to do in life kind of hit me really hard. And I just told myself that as a creator and a creative and an artist and just as a, a human being in general, I should give myself the opportunity to live life and to experience the things that I want to experience and push forth a positive energy and be happy about the things that I'm doing, regardless of how hard things get. And it sounds really cliche. And I'm not saying that it's easy because it is really hard sometimes. But I think that moment was really pivotal for me to start my journey as a creative and as an entrepreneur because I just thought there was really no time to be wasted like I live now and this is the only life I have so why not make the best of it it's oftentimes in sorrow or or pain or hurt that something comes out of that that's positive and it's definitely a positive situation your your career as an entrepreneur to this point so I understand it. Thank you for sharing that story. I know that's got to be an emotional story to tell. Yeah. With that, then, as an entrepreneur and a creator, what keeps you going? What inspires you the most to create? I think that my constant jumping around from media to media keeps me refreshed so that I'm not stuck in one place. And that's just personal. Like I know there are artists who have styles. I don't consider myself to have a style. People who know me who might stumble upon this podcast might beg to differ, like a friend of mine just told me yesterday. But I kind of like the idea that I don't have a style and that I have the ability to just be a visionary. I see something. I see a vision in my head. I can see it all planned out and mapped out. And then I can plan it like years in advance. So that about myself, I think I like the best. What sparks that initial idea in your head? Could it be anything or is there one specific thing that you feel really sparks something huge for you? Honestly, it could really be anything because sometimes it's not even just for myself. Sometimes I have these moments of like having a big vision of a business because somebody was telling me their own business and I was like, I would love to help you and create the whole visual evergreen of what this may look like. So it really just could be any moment. I think that's honestly pretty cool. I don't need to wait on anything to inspire me. I just kind of take what I can get, and then I try to mold it into whatever big idea I could make it into. 
and it's not always easy but I, I think that my ability to jump from media to media and platform to platform and think of all these big ideas makes me very flexible as an artist and I'm never honestly really bored. It sounds like there are bits of creativity sprinkled throughout your entire day and your entire life from work to personal life to downtime even. How important is that in in the life of an individual? I think it's really important for artists to have an outlet or not even just artists. Yeah, it is kind of like to anybody. I think everybody should have a little bit of creativity in their day. It's not just painting. It's not just photography, like the basics of what creativity is. It could be like cooking and making that dish look beautiful. It could be singing in your shower. I think everybody every day should have creative outlet. Absolutely. That to me is the true definition of being a multi-hyphenate creative. It's singing in the shower. It's adding flavor, if you will, to your cooking. It's just being, it's expressing yourself in different ways. What would you say is the greatest lesson that you've learned as a creator and an entrepreneur? I think having love for oneself. It's really hard to be a creative and understanding what that hardship is going to be like, but it's everything I feel like is a it's a mentality in preparing yourself for that. I think it's really hard to not be sound of mind and be a creative at the same time because you get you kind of get stuck in these moments. And even in sadness, sometimes creatives make such great work when they're sad and when they're happy, they find themselves in a rut and they haven't created in so long. And sometimes it's vice versa. If you have the ability to maintain your mental state, that it's healthy enough that you can create whenever, however, whichever you want and whenever you want, it becomes a better process for you. No, that makes sense. Thinking for a minute about careers for creators, do you feel like there are enough resources out there in the world to help creators and entrepreneurs with their careers? I want to say no. I think that a lot of creators don't know what the business side is because that's not our realm. And it's really hard to find people who are in that realm, but also understand what being a creator is. So you kind of have to find somebody who has the capacity to know both those worlds so that you can succeed or you have to learn that yourself. In my own personal life, when I get too involved in business, my goal seems smaller and smaller and smaller because it's so complicated on the business side. And a lot of life is sucked out of creative because of the business side, which is why I always kind of tell people, if you're going to get somebody to help you, especially when it comes to business as a creative, try to get someone who knows what it means to be a creative and not just numbers and words. There are certainly unique individuals out there who can think both ways and understand the creative and understand business. And I do believe that there should be more resources out there like Entrepreneur to help creatives and creatives understand the business side of art. Amy, this is so great. Thank you so much for joining the Creative Career Center podcast. Thank you so much. It was honestly a pleasure. You were delightful. You're great. You were, you were as well. I was catching the good vibes. Thank you so much. You too.